Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Career Builder is made for people who have that thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job. The skills you bring to work. And Career Builder knows those skills make you right for other jobs too. Higher paying jobs with benefits. Jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep. Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes, and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Steelers are getting some reinforcements this week at the quarterback position with Kenny Pickett returning from his stint in the concussion protocol. He's been a full participant in practice all week long. Let's just update you on the injury report as we have him uh, on Friday morning before the game on Saturday night. Uh, DNP all week long. Terrell Edmonds, his game status is unspecified at the current moment. Keep an eye on that one. The good news with the Steelers, though, DeMonte Casey is a depth piece that allows you to weather an injury to that defensive backfield. Uh, and if there was going to be one guy that was going to miss, I would pick Terrell Edmonds mm-hmm. because I think Casey and Minka can handle things back there. But that being said, I've been extremely impressed with Edmonds this year, and I want to bring all three of those safeties back next season. Yeah. I think it's a really strong trio, and I think Edmonds has really proved that he deserves another contract in Pittsburgh. Yeah, he'll get it too. I think you're right about that. It's just, is there a team out there who is in more desperate of a need for a safety, right? Because the Steelers have three essential, essentially they have three starting safeties at their disposal, and they can kind of pick and choose how they want to play with them. But is there a team out there who doesn't have as many, or maybe doesn't even have any, right? That has some room, has some cap space that can give him more money than the Steelers, but I do think that Terrell, I mean, just watching him over the last, what, four years, he does seem to really enjoy playing with the teammates here in Pittsburgh. He's, so I think he, it would be kind of foolish for him to leave. I agree. I think this is, and now especially with KZ in the fold, this is a spot that could really work out well for him. Uh, two beefy boys up front, Cam Hayward and Larry Joby didn't practice on Thursday. Cam, coach's decision. Larry Joby has a toe injury that he's been dealing with all year long pretty much, but... Good news, it was a coach's decision as well for why he didn't practice on Thursday. They're resting him up. So Larry O and Cam should be good to go, and they'll need him to stop Josh Jacobs on Saturday night. Deontay Johnson with a toe injury did not practice again on Thursday. He's questionable for the game. I bet he goes. Najee Harris was upgraded from a DNP to a full practice yesterday with that hip injury, so number 22 is going to be out there. Uh, Derek Watt, full participant. Miles Jack, a full participant on Thursday. That's really good news after that groin injury has been hindering him for the past couple of weeks. He is questionable for the game on Saturday night. Pat Fryermuth, full practice all week with that foot injury, so it looks like the Fryermuth is going to go. 
George Pickens with an illness did not practice on Thursday. So mm-hmm. now it's just a matter of can you get healthy enough? Illness. Can you can you shake that cold? Is before? that something where he was just kind of feeling under the weather? Do you think maybe yeah, yeah, just exactly. a little? So I hope just like I I need a day to kind of recoup and they'll be a lot of orange to, juice. Yeah, a right. couple of naps. A lot let of me naps. Get some chicken yeah. noodle soup in my Absolutely. system and then we'll be back and ready to go on on. Friday. Some earthy foods, yeah. To really uh, Josh Jackson, it was looking like he was going to play full participant, full participant with an ankle injury. Did not practice yesterday, so he's going in the wrong direction. As far as the Raiders are concerned, not really much of note. Zamir White, the rookie running back, was limited, and he's questionable to play with an ankle injury, but Josh Jacobs gets every single carry out mm-hmm. there for them, so you don't have to really worry about right. the backup running backs. Um Rocky Sin, the cornerback, he's out for the game. That's a big blow for them in their secondary, which is already a pretty weak secondary, and that's actually a pretty good transition there. He's going to be out. Their secondary is weak to begin with. Kenny Pickett back, clearing concussion protocol, full participant in practice all week long, no de- game designation as far as his status is concerned, so he is going to be playing uh, quarterback on Saturday night. And I wish the conditions weren't going to be like they were on our, I wish they could be negative five when the Raiders have the ball, and I wish it could be <laughs> 32 degrees when the Steelers have the ball because I think there's another game where Pickett can get things done in the air. We can see him kind of open yeah. things up a little bit because, because of how of, bad the, the Raiders yeah, right. are at passing. But you defense. kind of it's expect abysmal. this to be a Najee Harris day, don't you? Because of the elements. Yeah, because right. of right. how I think Kenny is struggling or is going to str- – like where I think the small hands thing might actually translate to tangible – Something you can point to and be like, ah, that's the ah. is when the, the weather's really bad. Like right. when it's really windy right. It's out not there. just cold. It's like Buffalo windy. from yeah. a couple weeks ago when right. they had to move the game to Detroit, which was soft. Now in retrospect, yeah. I mean, I mean you know, play that. Buffalo's play playing that in the damn snow game. three weeks later. I mean, we're playing play in ten degrees game. weather across the country on Saturday anyway. Yeah, I can mean, you imagine how cold it's going to be in Buffalo this week if it's already negative thirty in Pittsburgh? Yeah, I mean it's. More dangerous to have all these guys play out in negative five degree weather than it is to play in yeah, they can ten catch inches like, of snow when it was like twenty degrees. They could catch there. pneumonia this week. Catch a lot more than that, buddy. I hate to break it to you, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. So I, I, I just wish that they could have maybe a little bit of a, an easing of the weather, but you can't have that. I still would like to see him push the ball downfield a little bit more. The one thing I really liked seeing Mitch do in that game against uh, Carolina was that sideline go ball to George Pickens where Pickens just really sunned the defensive Mm -hmm. back. I mean, he carried the ball up like it was Mufasa in The (laughs) The Lion King, King, and he took like 12 steps before he actually stepped out of bounds. So it was a great play, and it was an example of just giving the ball to George even when it doesn't look like he's open. Uh, I, I think these defensive backs are abysmal for the Raiders. I think any of these top two receivers, Deontay or George, is going to be open, even if it doesn't seem like they're open based on who they're playing. So uh, I hope Kenny takes some shots down the field. I think that they'll be there in this game. And unfortunately, the formula of Najee Harris keeping the ball on the ground because it's cold and that's the way you want to play in a game like this is great in theory. But this Raiders defense is pretty damn good at stopping the run. It's pretty much their mm-hmm. only strength as a defensive unit. Not saying that just because that's the case, you wave the right flag and you don't even try it at all. But I worry that we might see a little bit of what happened in that Ravens game a couple weeks ago where you couldn't get anything going down. on the ground. And so you kind of just shut down the ground game for the rest of the, the, the remainder of the game. 
Yeah, I mean, that's obvious. We hate seeing that, right? And, and that's not just a sample size of 2022. That's a sample size of the past, what? Be, I mean, beyond the Najee Harris era, right? That, that goes before he even arrived in Pittsburgh when you would see the Steelers try to run the ball early and they'd get like five to 10 attempts that total 12 yards, 20 yards, and they just say, okay, now we're just going to let Ben throw the ball for 50 times, 60 times, yep. and just completely abandon the run. So definitely don't want to see that happen again on Saturday, despite, yeah, a, a, a better run defense compared to their pass defense. Yeah, absolutely. So selfishly want to see some airing it out of the ball because I think it's a, a good matchup that way. But I do think that the best formula to win a game like this is to do what you've been doing in the games that you've won post bye week, which is have a really mm-hmm. strong running game, control the game on the ground. And, you know, I know you don't want to have Kenny become a game manager quarterback. I mean, you want this guy to be a franchise guy, a guy that can help you win games just on his own shoulders. But this is probably another game where it's better suited to just be that guy that doesn't turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. Should be easy to do that against this Raiders defense. They only have eleven. They don't turn the, or they don't take the ball away right, at right, all. Right. The Saints are the only team in the NFL that has fewer takeaways than this Raiders defense. So protect the ball, play that ground. Hey, I hate to say it, guys, but play that boring brand of Steelers football in twenty twenty two. That's actually been kind of successful post by. Is it that boring? Not when you win. Not it's a when lot you better win. When you and, win. and but come on, it's a bit of an eyesore to watch sometimes because it's old school football. Yeah, but. And maybe I could, you could play this card. But it, you're right. It was much worse to watch the first half of the season than the second half of the season. It's been a lot more fun lately. And maybe you could play this card saying, hey, you know, this is the, the day to honor Franco Harris. Maybe you just run Round the damn pound, ball. Baby. Yeah. I I could see that being, I mean, what, what better way to tribute him, right? And right. Then just run, run the, the ball damn for ball. 200 yards total mm-hmm. as the team down a pretty good Raiders run defense. And, you know, we say pretty good Raiders run defense, and we we brought up that example of the Ravens game and how you kind of just quit on it because of how great the, the Ravens run defense is elite. The Raiders run For defense sure. is not as good as that. So I know we're talking it up, and it is the greatest strength on the defensive side of the ball, but it ain't exactly like you're running up against the 85 Bears or the early 2000s Ravens or the Steel Curtain defense. It's not that great. It's their strength, and it's definitely towards the top five, top ten in the NFL. But it's a defense that I think you can still run on. You, it can still be had. It's not. It's not Ravens good. It's not Niners. It's good. formidable. Yes, and, it's, and it's nothing to slouch against and or slouch you, off. But I think you see it more prevalently because of how bad they are at everything else. Yeah, because it just jumps off. It's the just kind of like that silver lining. Everything else is so bad, but this isn't as bad. Exactly, it jumps off the page at you. So, I really, really would attack on the ground. A lot in this game. I know the temptation there is to throw on them, and we are waiting for Kenny to have that game where he throws for 270 yards. I mean, two, three tutties. I mean, you got to think about it, Tom. You've been waiting for Kenny to get over that, you know, 250 yard mark, which I don't think he's done yet. I could be wrong on that. I'll, I'll do a quick check, but he hasn't had, as you said, that big splash game where he's just putting up all the numbers, right? And you're also waiting for. Uh, Deontay Johnson to get over 100 yards. You're waiting for Najee Harris to get over 100 yards. All these big moments, all these big milestones for all these off- offensive players haven't happened. Can, uh, so Kenny Pickett uh, 
actually he threw for, and I should have known this. You remember he broke the Steelers' uh, rookie record for most yards in a game against Buffalo, three twenty-seven. But that was in a losing effort. So you're looking for that yardage because he finished that day with zero touchdowns and one interception and three sacks taken. So you're looking for three hundred twenty-seven yards, yeah. a couple touchdowns. No turnovers from and Kenny. Maybe 327 yards without having to throw the ball. Was it like 60 times that he threw the ball? 52 times, 52 yeah. 52 times, yeah. Maybe not doing that with your rookie quarterback. Now, on the other side of the ball, the Steelers have been going back, up and down, in the top 10, out of the top 10 with their rush defense this year. They really took a hit after the Ravens game. They fell out of the top 10. Now they're back in the top 10. They're at number 7 mm-hmm. in the entire league after that strong showing against the Carolina Panthers. Uh this is a big, big test for them. I, I think it's debatable that this might be the best running back on the schedule this season. Nick Chubb would probably like a word with that. But as far as the 2022 season is playing out, Josh Jacobs has been better than Nick Chubb. In fact, there hasn't been a running back better than Josh Jacobs all year long. So huge test for the Steelers' uh, defense in this game when it comes to stopping an elite-style running back like Jacobs. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you have to, right? I mean, I think if they can run the ball, I think you're screwed. I, I think for you'd have any chance in this game, you have to cut that head off of the snake. I agree. I mean, you can be beat other ways, but you think this is the biggest. This threat. is the best way the Raiders yeah. can beat you is mm-hmm. by just letting Josh Jacobs do what Josh Jacobs has done all year long, and. We keep seeing these moments of tests against, you know, for the Steelers. Like, the Steelers' defense is massively improved in the run-stopping department. Can't even debate that. From 32nd to top 10, that's Mm. a great turnaround this season. But they still have the games against good running teams where and good running backs where they get had. Nick Chubb in the Browns game. The Ravens with J.K. Dobbins finally coming back healthy. It's a good running back that had you in that game for a decent amount of yardage. And... Now you're facing maybe the best in the NFL this year. A guy that I think if the team had been doing a little bit better would be right there with Jefferson and Hill as far as offensive player of the year is concerned. Like if the Raiders were eight and six, I don't see why Jacobs wouldn't be in that category. I just think the team's lack of success holds him behind guys like Hill and Jefferson who are doing Jacobs level things, mm-hmm. putting team the team on their back but also translating to a lot of wins, and I think both of those teams are going to get, both of those players are going to have their teams make the playoffs this year. But Jacobs is just as good as those kind of guys and just as impactful. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he is running back one right now. Mm-hmm. He leads the league by, I think, 2,000 yards over the King. I'm not, I, I don't know about that, but I know the King has kind of slowed down, and in that time, Jacobs has kind of exploded, and it was. Highlighted by that one day where he had what three hundred yards total on uh, through the air and on the ground and what five touchdowns? It's almost two hundred yards. More oh wow, there the you go. One thousand four hundred ninety-five for Jacobs, one thousand three hundred and three for the King. There you go. It's been a great year for Josh Jacobs, and just to, you know, to take away the he plays for the Raiders and to remove the laundry from the equation. Mm-hmm. Good for him as just an individual. The Raiders did not pick up his fifth-year option this year. This was playing for Bet the on future. yourself kind of year, yeah. But it wasn't like Lamar Jackson where— Oh, no, not at all. He chose to bet on himself. He kind of had to. Like Jacobs did. Yeah, yeah, because they didn't pick up his option. Right. So it was kind of put-up-or-shut-up time for him. You couldn't have put up any more. And now you kind of have the Raiders back into a corner where, 
hey, you finish the season strong, you're six and eight, maybe you get a couple more wins down the stretch, and you have a good nucleus there. Oh, but unfortunately, you didn't hold on to that major right. component to your nucleus, and now it's going to cost you triple, quadruple what it was going to cost mm-hmm. you. Are they going to pay that for that running back? I think they should. Yeah, I do too. But I mean, we'll see. You never know with running backs in this day and age. I mean, we were just talking about you know Najee Harris and getting using him and 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 sticking to kind of old school football on the Steelers side of things. But if you were looking at it from the Raiders side, and just like a, a, a national perspective, I think running backs, even though there are so many more wide receivers, running backs are kind of recycled. The most out of any position in the in the National Football League. Yeah, and the shelf life is the shortest. Oh, absolutely. Sure. When you get one of these unicorns, a Henry, a Chubb, uh, I think a Jacobs. You know, they have the you longest gotta, yeah. of the shelf life of the short shelf life. So you got to hold on to them. And you know, I think Saquon's kind of in that same boat in in New York. You, and you would got to sign him oh, now well, too. Yeah, right. And, and you would hope that Najee Harris kind of joins that. Yes, that club. That's the that's the group of players that you thought he had the potential to join, and when you get picked in the first round, you probably should be mm-hmm. at the level of those players. Unfortunately, it isn't translating to that yet. Hey guys, Lavar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrified horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit Visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Another thing that's really worrisome about this defense against the Raiders' offense is number one, true number one wide receivers torture the Steelers' secondary. They have a field day against the Steelers. Chase in the first game against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Higgins in the second game when Chase right, was when out Chase against was the Bengals. Yeah. Amari Cooper went bananas against mm-hmm. the Steelers uh, in the the Browns game. Gabe Davis did well in the Bills game, but that was kind of a little fluky, honestly. Yeah, and and you were playing with a pretty depleted secondary that game. A.J. Brown just went off bonkers I mean, on the Steelers That was secondary. probably the biggest game out of any of these stud receivers, right? But you see a stud receiver, and it's almost a guarantee that they're going to have a pretty nice day against Pittsburgh. And yeah, now just, you got Devontae Adams, who leads the league in touchdowns as a receiver. I just kind of wonder... With the car factor, the which which side kind of bends, right? Is it going to be? It depends on the car you get. Are you getting cold? Are you going to get cold weather primetime car? Or are you going to get car versus the Steelers? Right. It's it's a it's opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to him in this game, and he is a really big key. I think as far as if mm-hmm. he can get if he can get the ball to Adams. And when he's on, he has no problem doing that. Mm-hmm. Adams is by far their leading receiver, receptions, targets, and he has almost double the amount of yardage than their second leading receiver, Matt Collins, has on the season. So they know who they're going to. Yeah, in it's the kind of like game. it's kind of like even though the Raiders went out and drafted a rookie running back, and they have a they have 
not just one guy at that position and at the receiver, right? They had a Dar- they had Darren Waller at some point. They had Hunter Renfro at some point. But they're just saying, we don't care. We're just going to give the ball to Adams and give the ball to Jacobs, and it's it can't work out. It can lead to wins for us. I mean, you look at, like, Drake London had a pretty good game against the Steelers in Atlanta. Yeah. DJ Moore was decent as Carolina. Uh, there was, like, there, it wasn't, it wasn't Michael Pittman. It was, the, it was like a third string receiver for the Colts who had a pretty good game against the Steelers on that Monday night game. Jel- Jelani Woods. Jelani Woods had a couple of, 98 yards, yeah, had a but couple then of, to boot, Michael Pittman had seven for 61 oh, as yeah. well. So they do not do well against, I mean, Jelani Woods is not a good receiver, but no. they do not do well against premier wide receivers in this league. Right, the Chases of the world, the Amari Coopers. And could you name five receivers better than the one you're playing on, on Saturday night? No, I don't think you I don't can. think you can name three. Really? Are you are you including Cup or are you taking him out since he's not hurt this, this season? Year? You want to yeah. take him out because he's hurt? I mean, so I Jefferson, Diggs, Jefferson Hill. I maybe. think I'd put Adams in front of Diggs, dude. I would. this year, just in general, yeah. and this year too. Yeah, I mean, Hill. No maybe. offense to Diggs. Diggs no. is elite, but Hill but maybe he's in the top five Hill's for sure. Probably better than him. I'd probably go Jefferson and Hill as and your then, one two and then right Devontae now. And Devonte Adams number it's three. Probably Adams, man. I mean, I might give Adams the the. The go-ahead over, over Hill. Hill. Yeah. I really wouldn't push you on that, dude. Yeah. He's he's a freak. The total package. You put like like Matt Williamson said to me earlier this week. The type of route runner that you throw on the TV screen to show rookies how to run routes. But mm. then on top of that, he's got the physical attributes with his size, got speed, hands, and strength. Yeah. He's got great hands. His IQ's mm. off the charts. Right. I mean, right, right. played with Aaron Rodgers forever. You're going to start. You're going to learn, gonna learn the game exactly easily. And. The chemistry that he has with his quarterbacks in his career, whether it was the one he built up with Rodgers, or he, it's kind of just like he goes back into old habits with mm. his old college buddy Carr. They haven't missed a beat, dude. No. I mean, he's having a year maybe even better than he's ever had with Aaron Rodgers. Like people were wondering, is there going to be a little bit of a drop off no, now? Not, not even all. a little bit. He's not even close to a Rodgers. I mean, think about. I mean, we kind of forgot about this one too. Receivers having a big day against the Steelers just last week. DJ Moore. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. and that's not even elite, elite. No, now, that is a receiver number one in my mind, and I think he's just trapped in. Carolina. But DJ Moore had a big game. Big game, man. With with who throwing? With Sam Darnold throwing the football. I know it, it's a problem, and it's a problem that scares you a lot in this game. Do you do the LeBron James method? Let him get 30, 10, and ten, and just shut everybody else out. Does do you let Adams get ten catches for 150 yards and two tatties, or? And hopefully, like that's the only production they have. It's playing with fire either way, though, and it's a it's a proposition that I would really rather not have happen. I I wish that Adams wasn't playing in this game because if it was oh, just if, the if Jacobs just, offense, absolutely. I think I'd be really confident in the Steelers' ability to stop a one dimensional. But team. you wouldn't be talking about this team with the kind of respect to be. I think is the most appropriate word to use if Adams wasn't there. No, I think that they'd be a much worse team. Honestly, yeah, way it's, worse. Uh, Especially with the injuries they've had in the passing game, for sure that they've had to if have they, Adams. If they didn't make get Adams, if they didn't get Adams, and they were left with Renfro and Waller, and they both got hurt, and they only played what six games each, yeah, yeah this team would be way worse than what six and eight. It would be as they would be as good as Josh Jacobs could carry them. Dude. Exactly. So, and maybe even that it wouldn't be enough because giving him that entire workload, right, with no Adams to help out and a, a hobbled Renfro and Waller. Maybe he gets dinged up along the way. Well, I, I think the key defensively to wrap up here 
Stop Jacobs, at mm-hmm. least. That's number one, first and foremost. Yes, they're not a one-dimensional team, but at least make them one-dimensional on that Saturday and make that dimension passing the ball in those bad weather elements. Yes, you're going to get burned. You're putting your hand on the stove a little bit there, and Adams is going to get you for yardage at one point. Minimize it as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And as far as who's going to cover him, no one's going to cover him. Two, three people are going to bracket him and try to keep him as penned in as possible. So... I think Jacobs stopping him is key, numero uno. And obviously the pass rush on Carr. I mean, that's that might be the best way to cover Devontae Adams is to Just not let him get down not the field. Let, not, not, wow. Not give Devontae Adams even a chance of getting chance the football. Chance to get the ball, yeah. exactly, by not giving Carr enough time. And offensively, I'm so tempted to throw this thing, mm-hmm. but you got to ground and pound him, I think. Mm-hmm. The game just calls for that. So if you can stop the run and if you have success on the ground, I think you'll win the game. And in the next episode, we'll make our official predictions, but I think they're going to win the game anyway. The ties the Steelers, are just going yeah, too strongly in the Steelers' strong. favor right now. Absolutely. You can now listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere through your smart speaker. All you have to do is say, Alexa, please play Steelers Nation Radio for my heart and our good, good friend Alexa. She's going to take care of the rest for you. We'll come back. We'll take a look ahead at Week 16 around the NFL, recap the Thursday night game. Big result for a team in the AFC South that I might be thinking is going to be the favorite to win that division and host a playoff game come Wild Card Weekend. We'll get into all that on the way next. Fireside Friday coming at you. Tom Offerman and Jacob Brecht here on the Steelers Standard. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts.